0: Hello, my name is Alexandra Mathiudakis, and I'm based at the University of Manchester. Uh, I'm going to present some data that were presented uh, in the ERS Congress uh, 2021. And uh, they are the result of a task force that was endorsed by the European Respiratory Society and the European Academy of Allergy and Clinical Immunology. And uh, we looked uh, at uh, the adherence. Uh, to international asthma guidelines by clinicians. It has been demonstrated that adherence to evidence-based guidelines can improve the outcomes of patients with asthma. However, uh, adherence remains uh, low, um, and uh, that is concerning, obviously. So DRS and the Aki developed this task force to look at the reasons for limited adherence and to look at uh, ways for uh, increasing the adherence to international asthma guidelines. Uh, So this is the work uh, that has been done over the last four or five years, and we conducted uh, three surveys uh, for healthcare professionals that uh, looked uh, at the practice, how they practice uh, uh, asthma care, rather than specifically knowledge, and uh, two broad systematic reviews. That looked two things. The first thing is uh, what interventions are there that can improve adherence to guidelines in clinical practice. And the second uh, systematic review looked uh, at whether the outcomes of patients managed by specialists, meaning respiratory physicians or allergists, are different compared to the outcomes of patients uh, that are managed by generalists, meaning uh, general practitioners or uh, general uh, medics that to manage other diseases, but also asthma uh, to some extent. So uh, first of all, the responses to our surveys were very heterogeneous. Encouragingly, we found that uh, despite uh, the differences in the preferred diagnostic and assessment uh, modalities, there was general agreement around the main uh, management strategies. So. Uh, all respondents agreed that that, uh, on the role of uh, inhaled corticosteroids, uh, on the need for action plans, they are all responding that they are taking the inhaler's technique and adherence to treatment, and they are all supportive of smoking cessation. Now, some of the responses revealed some lack of knowledge, and this is probably an issue uh, around the dissemination of guidelines. Another source of heterogeneity in the, in the responses was that people followed different guidelines and that's uh, not uh, surprising. However, at least uh, uh, some of the heterogeneity could be explained also by the familiarity of the respondents with certain diagnostic assessment or therapeutic options for example, uh, general practitioners tend to use simpler uh, tests uh, to diagnose asthma. For example, they start from uh, peak, fro- peak flow diaries. While if you are in a specialist center, uh, tertiary asthma center, it's, uh, you're more familiar with uh, spirometry, with uh, um, responsi- uh, responsiveness testing. Uh, you're more familiar with uh, with uh, more complex uh, tests. Uh, So that was reassuring that uh, some of the heterogeneity was because of uh, different approaches, but not wrong approaches. Uh, So uh, that's the result, the main results from the survey. Now, our first systematic review revealed a lot of things. We found a lot of interventions that have been tested to improve adherence to international asthma guidelines. Uh, the main things that seem to work uh, are the addition of uh, specialized health professionals, Uh, for example, a general practice could uh, employ an asthma nurse, a specialist asthma nurse with expertise in this area who could uh, um, see the patients and ensure their management is according to the guidelines. Uh, Obviously, this would work because it's an extra person looking uh, specifically uh, at the patients, and it can improve both the performance and the clinical outcomes of the patients. Uh, But the drawback is that uh, it is associated with the cost, and uh, it's not always possible to add an extra member of personnel to increase uh, adherence to guidelines. Uh, We found at least two other interventions that could be uh, promising one is multifaceted quality improvement strategies, uh, meaning uh, that uh, centers handling asthma, either generalist center or a more specialist center, uh, should have um, uh, project programs, continuous programs in place to help them uh, improve uh, their adherence to guidelines. That may mean um, teaching of the clinicians, training. It may mean auditing, it may mean feedback, and uh, the important thing that we found is that in order for a quality improvement process to be successful, it needs to be a whole system approach. It means that it should target challenges in the adherence to guidelines at the level of the patient, of the health professional, and the system. So uh, a whole system approach. Uh, And the other important thing that we found is that uh, these interventions, the the effectiveness of these interventions, reduces over time. So it's important that these interventions continue over time. So we need multifaceted quality improvement projects that are continuous over time. And um, uh, they seem to work. Now, another intervention that seemed sometimes successful was the introduction of computer decision support systems. Uh, Technology has uh, progressed a lot and uh, we can have uh, systems that uh, identify issues in the management of patients. For example, uh, if there is a patient with a diagnosis of asthma in the electronic records, but no inhaled corticosteroids uh, prescription, Uh, then uh, the the system could uh, highlight that to the clinician. And uh, we found an impressive thing. It is the training and it is the implementation strategy around this program that makes the difference. So uh, having a program showing uh, advice to clinicians uh, is not effective unless the clinician follows this advice. And uh, in order to make the clinician follow the advice, it is required that the training should, uh, uh, and, and training and the implementation uh, encouragement should uh, be uh, offered uh, along with the project. Overall, we found that implementation of guidelines differs across asthma settings to a large extent due to different resource availability across these settings. These differences need to be accounted for by clinical practice guidelines. Moreover, we found that continuous multifaceted quality improvement processes could improve adherence to asthma guidelines and also to the outcomes of patients with asthma. Additional input from specialized health professionals could also be effective, provided funding is in place for the additional staff. Thank you very much. If I had to summarize in a single sentence, is that quality improvement processes are very important because guidelines for assessment and management of asthma are complex, and we always need to look back at our practice and improve it continuously.